0: It's so easy to feel lost in the world today. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can break through the noise of what everyone is telling you to do and lay your foundation for a life of success, purpose, and joy. I'm Caleb Price. As a fellow young adult and certified life coach, I'm sharing exactly how to do this, how to navigate the struggles of adulthood, and how to find yourself. Join me and become the Modern Young Adult you've always wanted to be hello everybody and welcome back to the podcast and Merry Christmas to all of you out there I mean it's not Christmas yet but it might be or might be way after (laughs) when you're listening to this I just want to celebrate this season I am so happy for it first off you made it through finals if that was for you then congrats good job you did it you're still alive Awesome. Hopefully you're relaxing. Hopefully you're doing something awesome with your family, but wherever you are, you know, if you're just, you know, you're working or you're not even with family this year, maybe you have to, you know, even work over the holidays. Maybe you have to, you know, just so many things going on. Maybe your family situation isn't where it's supposed to be or where you want it to be, or you're just alone right now. Um, you know, Merry Christmas to you too, of course, and that I feel for you guys and I hope that this episode can bring you some cheer, can bring you some comfort um, during probably an otherwise potentially hard time, even if you are surrounded by family and are struggling with anxiety or struggling with what your purpose is in life and struggling with where do you fit in this modern world and, and how to even maybe... You know, you're struggling to be an adult (laughs) in all of it, as we all do, as I currently do all the time. Like, I'm just always, (laughs) I look at my apartment, I'm like, man, like, I feel like I'm like doing good. I feel like I'm on top of it. And then I like come home and I'm like, wow, everything is a mess. I (laughs) am, everything needs to be put away. Everything needs to be cleaned up. Uh, and then you just think you're the worst and then, you know, your brain gets in the way. And and so today I'm going to help provide some comfort and when our pesky brain kind of comes in the way, specifically in how do we think about ourselves? Because I think th- for Christmas, one of the best things that I love about Christmas and, and when it comes to like um, the movies and the stories surrounding Christmas, not just, of course, you know, Jesus at work, we're going to talk about, he's the best and I celebrate that and love that, but also just what I guess Jesus and Christmas has inspired in others. It's oftentimes like a time of reflection a time of reflection for people to really consider where am I going in life? So we have the Christmas Carol, which I will get to in terms of reflecting on the past and the future and where am I in my life? It's a wonderful life in terms of reflecting like, what does it mean to like live a meaningful life and like, just so many things that I love. And and of course, I'm the kind of guy that is obsessed with that kind of content. I love to reflect. And so this year, I guess, as I've been in my reflection on what have I accomplished this year, what have I done with my life, am I living the life that I desire, am I having that kind of impact um, that I want, the thing that I wanted to communicate to all of you the most is that how we choose to think about ourselves in the past, us in the present, us in the future, it matters. And so today we are going to explore in sort of a Christmas Carol sort of way, Um, the past, the future, and then the present. So come with me. It's going to be a good time. We're going to have a great journey, and we're going to discover some things about myself, and I promise that it is going to help when it comes to maybe how you're talking to yourself, how you're feeling about where things are going in life, if you feel like you're just worried about the future or you can't let go of the past especially. Uh, And I'm just wondering, like, what is the difference that you can make? And if you can actually change, um, we're going to cover All of that today. But first, really, really quick, I don't want to spoil today's message, but I have to say that I want to help you start this new year right. You know, if you really do want to make a change after, you know, this episode, you listen to it and think, okay, it's time for something to be different. I want to help you in that. I am offering my coaching program. Um, I'm doing this deal where you get two of my 12 sessions in my coaching package for free if you choose to sign up for a January coaching call for free. So in January, you sign up for a free coaching call, 30 minutes of your time. You might decide, hey, this isn't for me. Great, still free. Uh, But if you do decide, hey, I think this is really good or you've been wanting to, you know, do coaching for a while and you know it's something that you want, hey, you might as well sign up for a free coaching call in January because then when you do decide you want it, you get um, the whole thing for only 10 sessions instead of 12. I mean, you get 12 sessions, but for the price of 10. So it's pretty great, um, but you have to do it, you know, now. You have to do it by, like, I mean you can do it, I guess all the way through January, but you know, you should do it now so you can get a good start on, you know, your year. Anyway, just wanted to tell you that, but let's get into it. So first, uh, you know, as you guys all know, in the story of the Christmas Carol, um, maybe you don't, but just long story short, Scrooge, uh, you know, this miser of a man, very crumpety and like hates Christmas and hates people. It's not very charitable and just, you know, v- you know, your classic, uh, I guess, billionaire (laughs) billionaire stereotype of being a miser and wanting money. I don't know. I'm trying to be funny. It's not very funny, but that's okay. Um, So, this guy, Scrooge, uh, you know, it's Christmas Eve. He's going to bed and um, he gets visited by his um, dead counterpart or or colleague and is explained to him that he's going to be visited by three ghosts of Christmas. Um, Christmas past, Christmas present, and Christmas future. and so and then these ghosts walk him through his life. Um, what Christmas was like for him in the past, what Christmases were like would be like in the present for the other people that are around him that he might not be really aware of and Christmas in his future if he chooses not to change his ways. And so I want you to kind of imagine for yourself we are going to be walking through this idea of the past, the future, and the present but first, I think we need to establish something about time. When it comes to how we think about time, the past, the present, and the future, there really is only the present. The past, the future, don't really exist. It's not an entity or a place that you can visit. At least we aren't unable to. Um, We live in a 40 plane, meaning that like, we live in a 3D world that is traveling always perpetually forward in time, in a line in time. We cannot go backwards in that moment. And so that plane of existence is only ever moving one way, and it's always moving forward, and we can only ever exist in that you know present moment. We're not able to go to the past, even though it did exist, and even though it is something that we did genuinely experience, we cannot go to the future, uh, even though we might think that we can predict what the future is going to be. Like in this next hour, you have a good idea of what's going to happen. That thing could exist. But literally, though, we don't know. It is something as void and formless, even though we might be able to predict it. Now, this might be kind of pushing you a little bit, but I want you to just <laughs> walk with me a little bit and saying that, the past and the future only ever really exist in the present, meaning they only exist in our thoughts. We create the past and we create the future by our thinking. Yes, the past has existed. The future will exist. They're very real things and very real circumstances too. But we create that experience perpetually or it's something that is always in the moment, and it's something that also often changes because of that moment. And so the reason that, like a good, I guess, evidence of this being true is that when you think about the past, maybe you have a past memory that you were maybe pretty fond of, but now is kind of soured because of maybe something that's happened, or um I don't know, like, it's, I, I don't know. Like, you just, like, a lot of times people will joke around like, oh, like you were so happy as a kid, but then as you've grown up, you begin to blame your parents for things or uh, or people change and so it kind of sours that experience or maybe someone's passed away and so now it's a sad experience instead of a happy experience. And so the way that the past is is literally changing within our mind even though the fact of the past is the same. It's the same reason why people like eyewitnesses are often kind of like – a fallible defense in court because like they forget things (laughs) and they make stuff up or they don't really know who was at a crime. But when they see someone on a lineup, which is has been accused of being like a poor way of judging someone, they'll think, Oh, it's that person. And the same comes with the future. The future is a little bit more easier to understand because we kind of understand that it could be anything and we can think so far in the future and we really don't know. Um, but that also exists in our present, how we imagine the future, our goals for the future. And, the way that you know that this is true that exists in the present is that the future doesn't turn out that way. We have so many expectations for how things are supposed to go and it doesn't. And so we create that and that experience of what our future is going to become always is beginning to change. And so really, truly at the end of the day, we only have ever have the present. And so that's why I think it's so valuable that how you think about your past how you think about your future, and especially how you think about your present is only ever going to truly affect your present. It's going to help you. I mean, it determines how you feel about you, about your life. So let's jump into the past. You know, with Scrooge, his reflection on the past was, Um, was joyful because it brought a lot of good memories, but it also brought a lot of painful memories because he made mistakes. You know, he turned down, like, I mean, one, he was in hard circumstances, being an orphan himself, and then, like, also, um, but then getting, like, a job, and then uh, after that point, you know, meeting a girl, but then, like, being so afraid to, like, settle down with someone because of, like... The scarcity around money. And I think looking back on that memory, when he sees it, there's a lot of pain in it because I think that was a mistake. Or he would have loved to do something like that, but it was just too hard and he couldn't bear it and he couldn't, you know, take that chance. And so it's so easy for each of us to also do the same, to look on our past and think like, one that things were hard, but which is not totally fine, but it's more rather, I'd say, we like to look at our past and think we've made mistakes and we shouldn't have. Or that as a result of our past, our present is that much worse. that like it's it's truly the fault of our past and we should have known better and we should have done better, and now our present has like the consequences of it, which, like, factually is technically true like your present moment is always the consequence of your past, but how you think about your past is what's inhibiting your present. This is why my counsel to you or the gift that I would give you this Christmas is to be kind to yourself and forgive yourself in your past and as well as forgive others in your past. It only holds you back now. How you think about the past. Because the past, again, is only existing with you currently. It is only affecting your present moment. It doesn't change things in the past. So like if someone has wronged you, not to say that we want to like, you know, not have justice come its way. But at the same time, it's recognizing that it is only hurting you. It only hurts you to hold on to these It's not hurting the other person. It's not actually changing the past. The past has already happened. We can't go back. We can't do anything about it. So it only serves us really at the end of the day to show ourselves kindness, to show ourselves grace and forgiveness, to let ourselves be okay and say that, hey, we were being human in that moment. Maybe you were set back because of some bad grades in the past semester. Maybe you had a bad breakup or maybe you didn't see some red flags in a person. Maybe, you know, you said some hurtful things to a family member or a friend. Uh, Maybe you just, you know, made some addictive mistakes or or just like anything that like you feel like has set you back um, in any fashion. It is so easy to hold that against ourselves because we think that's how we're going to fix it. That's how we're going to get justice. Maybe if it's giving you positive action, that can work. It sometimes does work, but I find more often than not, it only is a weight that bears us down and only continues to set us back, and we think there's no way to escape it because the past has already happened. I can't escape it, when in fact, you decide. You decide how you want to think about your past, and you decide what you want to make that mean in your current moment, because how you choose to think about the past only affects your current moment, and that current moment, you know, like how you choose to view the past is only going to affect how you feel about yourself in this current moment, and this current moment is yours to actually be able to change what the past means, to be able to do something different that makes your present moment or your new future past something different. And actually achieve change. So moving on to the future, I know we're skipping the present, but we're going to come back to it. Um, the future, as I talked about is kind of void and formless in the Christmas carol. Um, it's just a specter, um, a portent of death basically saying that like, and it points to what could very well happen, or in fact points to what will happen for all of us. We all will die, but it's, kind of like ominously points to the gravestone, at least in the the movie accounts of it. But we don't see the last date when he does in fact die because he says like, I'm going to change. I'm going to do all these things differently. Like give me another chance. And and so that, that really is kind of, but life at its core though, is when we come to a realization that we want to make some sort of changes, not because we're going to die or anything. Maybe that may, might happen, but typically it's not, life-threatening at the stage at which we're at, it's this idea that we don't know how much time we got left. We truly, at the core of it, don't know. And so when he sees his future, he sees what eventually will happen, but, he, but at the same time, he doesn't know he can't predict he can't know when he is in fact going to not have another day and so our brains do the same sort of thing in, in terms of like we like to predict and say well this is the way it's going to be like I, this future is not going to work out for me because i'm this age and there's no one in my area to date or i'm this age and it's too late for me to get the career i want it is i am uh, too far gone from this or I'm too young for any of this. I'm not old enough for I don't know. I'm not mature enough. I just like don't have like the qualities that I need. It's too far gone, too far past. My future is kind of already determined for me. This is what is going to happen. Or with just worrying about like potentially what will happen, there are so many options for what could happen. And so the future is fascinating because it also exists in our present moment only we decide how the concept of, quote-unquote, the future affects us. Is it something that is going to make us worry and spiral? Is it something that is going to make us doubt and hide and not go after the thing that we want most in life when, in fact, it's not decided? We don't know. We don't know. And so that's where Scrooge makes a change because he sees eventually it will lead to this way. Eventually, I won't have a, quote-unquote, future, There will be an end point, at least on this life. So I should do something about that. I should make a difference now. I don't, you know, like I've forgotten the joy that I have in this life and I want to make a difference now in it. And so then he decides, I'm going to make that path. I'm going to make it so that that future isn't so bleak, but in fact is something that can be different. And so, and that's the same for you is that how you think about your future determines how you show up in your present. Like what you know is going to happen or what you choose to believe is going to happen is going to affect how you choose to show up. Often with my clients, when we're doing goals or when we're trying to figure out what we want most in life, I have them imagine a couple years in the future and say, who is that person? What is that person feeling? What is that person doing? How is that person different? Why do we like that? And then, why can't we think that now? What we want most in life is typically coming down to: I want to love myself. I want to feel confident. I want to feel comfortable with my own skin. I want to feel good. I just want to like feel good and not and not perpetuate, you know, like tormented by this anxiety or this fear or thinking that I'm not good enough. And I just say, yeah, you can have that now. Sometimes we want things in the future, but at the core of it, we want those things because they give us a feeling, or we think they give us a feeling. It's truly our thoughts that give us that feeling. And so the future doesn't actually have to be acquired in order for you to feel the way that you want to. That thing that you want in the future can exist now because at the core of it, it's coming down to how you are choosing to think and feel about yourself. Your future is not determined, you are not stuck on a path. And in fact, you, but you get to choose your path. And in fact, you only get to travel down one path. And so you might as well travel down the one that you want. Make that choice and choose to believe that you're on the right track in your present. And so that's where I come down to the present. How we think about ourselves in the past and the future is really truly about how do we think about ourselves now. And I just want to offer to you that today is your day to make a difference the present moment has been given to you as a gift. Life has been given to you as a gift for you to experience it all. It's here. You're living it. This is life. It's great. And it's terrible all at the same time. This is how we experience joy. This is how we, I don't know, this is what we're here for is to experience all of it. There's a point to it all and there's not a point to it all. It makes sense and it doesn't make sense. It's all there for you. And so that's, Where the greatest gift that you can give yourself this Christmas and for your life is choosing to believe in yourself, choosing to love yourself and choosing to believe that you have a purpose because at the end of the day, it's a choice. You've been given this life, you've been given choice, agency, um, we all have to be able to just make something, to make it all up, to create something amazing And, and everyone gets that opportunity too. We all get to interact with each other and it's amazing. There's some truly amazing things that happen. And then there are truly some terrible things that happen. There's death. There's grief. There's, you know, we lose people. We, people go through terrible circumstances. Um, and, and people also have terrible thoughts and interactions with each other. And at the same time, though, this, this is it. It wouldn't work any other way. And so that's just my offering to all of you this Christmas is, one you might want to change how you think about the past. You might want to choose to be kinder and recognize it's just a choice. The facts don't have to limit you. You get to choose how you think about it, however you want. And it's only ever affecting your present moment. It doesn't matter what actually happened. You can think about it differently. The future is available to you. It's all there. It can be anything that you want. Yet at the end of the day, it's only going to be one path. So you might as and your thoughts determine that path. How you choose to act today will be the consequence of your future and and the facts, the circumstances that you're living in that. And so how you think about yourself makes a difference. How you think about your life and the world around you makes a difference, and that is always in your power. Doesn't mean your brain won't interfere. Doesn't mean other people won't interfere. Doesn't mean the world and society won't interfere. Doesn't mean even you won't interfere with yourself and you won't sabotage yourself. But at the end of the day, it's always coming back to you. And so that's where I want to leave this with you, just saying that as much as I put emphasis upon you, I'm a man of faith. I believe in Jesus Christ and I believe in God. And for me, this season is a time of worship. And so I want to share something extra special with you because like as much as you have this power to choose your life, it would be not. It would be all be for not if it wasn't for him in my belief for Jesus Christ. He is so close to my heart and it's the reason why I celebrate Christmas. The reason that we have hope and belief and that there is Really hope for us all in this life. Uh, because as much as I am a big advocate of believing in yourself and, and and helping you choose your own destiny, I believe wholeheartedly also that it is God that helps you along that way that helps that's given you this gift but and is going to help you get the thing that you want most in life, but is also going to encourage and offer something even better in all of that. And, and it's this time of year that we get to celebrate Jesus Christ's birth. This season, I've been particularly touched by one song called What Shall We Give. Um, You can go listen to it. It's amazing. Um, I don't know why, too, because it's like not even one of those classic Christmas songs. There's so many Christmas songs that I love, and I just love music so much. But I I was touched by this song. I think, because especially in this term, year of reflection, I feel like... um, things have been amazing for me, but things have also been really hard. And I just have been really wondering like, what is the life that I want to live? There's so many things that I want to do in life. And there's so many things that have happened in my life, but like, and it's just like coming down to who am I and what do I want to do to make a difference in this life for other people and for myself. And so I'll read the poem for you. The lyrics My tear up because I cry. Gosh, every time I, I've, Like I've heard this song recently. I don't know why it just, it just touches me, but I'll share it. And, um, and I'll close. Yeah. So, um, the poem goes like this or the lyrics of the song is what shall we give to the babe in the manger? What shall we offer the child in the stall incense and spices and gold? We have a plenty. Are these the gifts for the King of us all? What shall we give to the boy in the temple? What shall we offer the man by the sea, palms on his feet, and a hosanna's uprising? Are these for him who will carry the tree? What shall we give to the man who has offered, rising the third day and shedding his love? Tears for his mercy will weep at the manger, bathing the infant come down from above. And it's just, it just hits me. We've been given a great gift in life because of him to live again, to be clean again, to restart again, and I truly believe that each and every one of you have something to give, not only this Christmas, but in life, a gift of your life for others and for yourself, and that you can find true joy because of him, and you have a life, and I hope you can have a life that you're truly proud of. And if you're not at that point, pray and and do some self-reflecting and choose to love yourself because it's a choice. At the end of the day, if you don't believe in yourself, he does. And I want you to remember that. Sorry, this Christmas. I love you all. Merry Christmas. It's a great season. I love it so much. A time of rebirth. And of great joy for the great gift that has been given to you. Have an amazing Christmas and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like what you heard today, please leave your review, share it with a friend and don't forget to follow me on my Instagram at CalebTheCollegeCoach for more content that'll inspire you. And if you want to apply the very tools that I talk about directly to your life with a personal touch, sign up for your free 30-minute coaching call with me. Remember, you are good, you are capable and you can have the very life you want. Good luck out there in the real world.